0: Welcome to the Second Chat Show Podcast with me, Gareth Lewis. Today I have with me Paranormal Investigator and Spirit Rescuer, Karen Marshall. Karen has had over 30 years experience in this field as a medium and an investigator. Karen has also appeared on many TV shows in different countries across the world. So, now let me introduce the wonderful Karen Marshall. So, welcome, Karen, and uh, thank you very much for joining us here on the Sacket Chat Show. How are you today? You all right?
1: I'm fine. Thank you, Gareth. How are you?
0: I'm not too, not, not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. Oh, good, so, good. We are going to be talking about the paranormal, you being a paranormal investigator and also a spirit rescuer. Now, the spirit rescue side of it, have I got some questions for you? Okay, so be good, good. Be yes. I am and, and uh, we'll see whether you can answer some of my questions and also some of the people's questions who, uh, who are tuning in, listening to this and watching this now. So yes, that's uh, before we start, Karen, uh, just give me some kind of, like, you, you work as a medium as well, you know, you've done mediumship as well, haven't you? So if we just kind of go yeah. back, when was you first aware of spirit and what was your, what was your earliest memory?
1: Um, my earliest memory of when I was about two years old, um, mm. when it first happened, um, obviously sitting in a pram, you know, being aware of things um, having conversations with my mom, uh, things that I possibly couldn't know at the age of two. Um, and it started then, but as I said, as I'm working as a medium in later years, I'm remembering things from a very, very early age. Uh, but it's been quite interesting to find out, you know, where the family is and what's going
0: on. Well, I know, uh, I'm sure we're going to be able to ask a few more questions, but the age of two, I can't remember yesterday, let alone what I was doing at the age of two. But when you've got something as clear as that, and also uh, I do believe, and I don't know about you, Karen, but I kind of believe that uh, mediums, uh, when you're open to the spirit world, they never really leave you. You know, so yes. those kind of memories you've got, I mean, I know my earliest of memories is not as far back as that, but they used to turn around and say, like, oh, it's, um, it's an imaginary friend, or oh, she's playing with an imaginary yeah. friend. Did you get that from your family? Did you get that from your parents? Yes, you know, yes, I did. Uh, so- when I was
1: quite young, yes, when I was quite young, my mum used to say, um, I used to walk around with my head down, she said, but you had very interesting conversations in your bedroom, with you know, with spirit at that time, yeah. unbeknown to my mom and to family members, but they just thought it was a passing thing, you know, yeah. as parents do. So talking, um, but yeah,
0: sorry. yeah, talking about your family, Karen, uh, are they mediumistic? Are they psychic? Is, does it run in the family? Or are you uh, are you one of the odd ones? Um, because, uh...
1: um, actually, it does run in my family, which I found out as working as a medium. Um, but I'm the only one that's gone professional um taking it the next level Um, and my grandmother and her sister they were well renowned um, for you know having a meeting in the parlour as it used to be then and having a cup of tea and the tea leaves and things like that so it was kept within the family it wasn't sort of gone beyond that and that's the way they like to keep it because they were busy families that time
0: and that, that kind of reminds me of my childhood as well, because I remember uh, my mom and my grandmother and her friends, you know, they used to gather, uh, as you say, in the in the living room, yeah. in, in the parlor, or wherever it was. And uh, they used to sit. And I remember as a child, uh, one of my host members is going sneaking, as you do as a child, going sneaking up on top of the stairs and watching and what they were doing with the table. Yes. So it's always part of my life again uh as it must have always been part of your life you know um yes i, I don't know people turn around and say natural mediums and i think we're all naturally mediumistic uh you know yeah. so but then there's others like probably myself and, and yourself where it continues the journey just continues rather than stopping and then i'm to go and rediscover it's just been part of your life yeah. hasn't it, you know so so do your family uh now and when you first started, did you get the support of your family or were they still kind of like, Or oh, she's talking to imaginary friends still?
1: Yes, I did have that, Gareth, I did have that. And they would say, used to say to me, well, why don't you get a proper job? You know, why don't you get something like working in the shop? And I was quite adamant that I, I, I was with Spirit and I was quite happy to work that way. It was a hobby um, as well as, you know, a, a working job that I did do. But well, mm-hmm. I find that the spirit side and working as a medium took over. Um, it was too strong to ignore, too strong to go part-time. So um, just, it, I just know um, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it turned into a full-time job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now you haven't got a proper job uh, like me.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah. You, yes, you do this full-time. Uh, you know, and yes. I, 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 my, my partner, she turns to me, I don't know about your, your husband there, uh, but when I turn around, so I'm shattered. She says, all you do is talk to people.
1: Yes, I've that, yes. You know, all you do is talk
0: but it's stressful. Anyway, yes. uh, so uh, just take us back a little bit before we go on to the paranormal, because I said this is uh, why you're here, but I just want to just understand a little bit more, and I'm sure uh, the people watching this are listening, uh, just want to know a little bit about, uh, we've all got a different story, haven't we, Karen? Do you know what I mean? We've all got a different yes. story, and when we began. Mm-hmm. How did you actually, begin? and we know you, you always had it, but how did you actually walk into your first spiritualist church, your first medium, your first kind of outright, this is now, I know where I am now. So when did that journey yes. actually begin?
1: <clears throat> what actually happened, Gareth, um, I lived in a house that had a lot of spirit activity. And at that time, um, because it was a large gap from childhood to when I am actually working as a medium, um, and what actually happened is my house was um, quite haunted at that time. And we used to see a lot of mist coming in and coming out, and I was questioning myself and I had a lot of um spirit come near me uh physically I could feel them and I'd wake up with marks and I'd say you know what's all this about and because I didn't have a knowledge of it I actually thought well I need to find out what's happening to myself here because um as we as adults we watch a lot of films and we our minds jump to something else so we actually thought well there's something behind this there's too much evidence so I went to a, my local spiritualist church and walked through the doors and as I walked through the doors I thought the feeling of overwhelmingness come across me and um, the first words I heard in my head was you're
0: now home mm-hmm. See, this I, is
1: your start yeah I know yes. I just
0: think you there but you're just explaining that I'm thinking well this is me because I remember when I first went to my spiritualist church after a very difficult part in my life uh, I just felt, I didn't hear it, but I just felt like I've come home. You yes. Know? And it's yep. not necessarily totally. the people coming talking to you, it's just the feeling of this Yes, that's now. right. So is that is, is that the same with you? Is As if like yes. I just kind of went, this makes so much sense now.
1: Yes, yes, totally. I went in, but I felt so at ease. And obviously because I didn't know at that stage what I was meant to do or where this would lead me. So I stayed and <clears throat> excuse me, the like-minded people came in mm-hmm. that made it more stronger. And I could connect with that. Mm-hmm. And they'd gone through maybe, as you said, difficult times in your life. But I've, I just felt the peace and the tranquility of going into a church and the calmness, the overwhelming calmness. And I felt this is where I should be. This is where I choose to be. Um, I wasn't pressured. I wasn't forced, <clears throat> excuse me, I just felt this is the right time for me
0: to be where I am today. So just be I mean, you know, <coughs> yeah. we spoke about this and things going but I just wanted to just turn around to you and just say, well, if you could turn around to someone now uh, and give them that bit of advice about what they're feeling. And I, before I say, we're going to go on to the paranormal in, in just a second, but I just think sometimes yes. someone, um, you know, someone could be listening to this and going, yeah, but how do I do that? I'm scared about going in because it's it's a religion, it's a church, because it's got the word church with it, which scares a lot of yes. people. Uh, yes. can you just kind of like tell people, not that it's okay, but you know, it people need to know that there's nothing to be scared of. So when you went in for that first yeah. time, you know, did you feel exactly the same about that as everybody else did? You know, it's a church or you know, yes,
1: I did. I wasn't sure when I walked into a church, but I've always been drawn to church as a child. Right. Um, and I felt quite touched by the religion, whether, you know, I I didn't pick a religion. I am Christian faith. Um, but when I walked into a church, I had a lot of issues going on with your family, um, situations around you, bringing up a family. And when I actually went in, I found the peace that I needed, but there were like-minded people that have gone through similar situations that we had a lot in common. So I could relate to that. So I felt comforted. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt a lot of healing coming at that time. And I just felt that anyone that is sort of struggling with, with anything at the moment, the minute you walk through the doors, you can feel that energy as you walk in, even walking in for the first time. Um, it Like you said, it's overwhelming. And that's what I feel that brings people into churches because they want the communication. They want the love from their loved ones. And that's where they go. You don't have, um, and as I said, I'm a spiritualist and a spiritualist uh, covers all religions. It doesn't specify one religion whatsoever. um, And that's, that's what it is. Um, So will you just, it's comforting. I've got to say Gareth.
0: I think if nothing else, I think you're right there, the comforting and the just knowing that, uh, yeah, okay, you would like many people, but you're also with your spirit friends, you know, and I think yes. sometimes, especially when people go through uh, different parts of their life, yes. that's just knowing you're not alone. And I don't mean physically, but spiritually, you know, you're never yes. alone. So, you know, I'm glad we kind of just got that over. And, you know, uh, I just thought it was a something when you said it, I thought, you know what? I think we need to get more people uh, just experiencing that. So, But I just want to jump back now because I've taken you down a pathway when we came off something. Can you just explain a bit more about the house, what you were in? Because I think that kind of like took you more on paranormal uh, side of things as well. Uh, yes. you know, I know you, you talked about that, but what was your experience in what? I mean, and not only that, uh, I presume you was married at the time. Um, actually, no, I was a single parent at okay. the
1: time. Yeah. Um, and what well, jo- actually happened. Was,
0: the reason I asked that was, Karen, is if you just got, what did other people think you were living there or came in? Yes. Is it you yes. know, just, oh, what yes. negative, your experience?
1: Um, I was a single parent and I had a lot of spirit activity in the house that I was there. And my children noticed, you know, what's this grey fog, mom, of an afternoon in the living room? And I did question things. And I was actually had a lot in dream state where I was getting horrific dreams. But obviously at that time, I was actually had a spirit that came, watched over me. Um, and obviously I, I felt quite threatened with it. Um, and the house um, I had was, I, I used to have readings and things like that from other people, not even thinking, you know, I'd follow down that route. Um so I just dismissed that, but in the homes I had because they were quite haunted Victorian houses, uh, new build houses, um, it was the land it was built on, so there was a, an energy there. And I did, uh, I did experience a negative energy that actually attacked me a little bit. So
0: you mentioned when about that catches and things like that, so I wanted to go on to that. What saw so they attack you as well? That reminds yes. me of the film, uh, Entity. Do you remember the Entity? Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: yes, uh, that, that actually was, happened. That, yes, well, not to the full that. extent, I, I hope not I ought not. Yes, oh, yes. we're getting a bit interested eh? Okay, so, yes. more. if everybody's um, uh, seen the film Entity, you've got to go and watch the film Entity, it's an old film, I think, 80s, yes. something like that.
1: Yes, that's the correct. Lady
0: and her family, her two children, I believe, uh, you know, they were, uh, she was being uh, attacked. And uh, she was also being physically, and I think she got raped as well.
1: Yes. Uh, so yes.
0: You explain as you want, but you know, let's. Uh,
1: that actually happen happened to more. me, Gary. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. To the point. It
1: actually happened. Yes. Right. And I did question myself over that. Sorry. I did question myself over that. Um, and I've got to say to you, um, I did. That's why I wanted answers from the church because. I didn't know where to go, who to see, how to control it. Um, And Spirit helped me with this. And I have my dog from Spirit that died 20 years previously that laid over me when I was sleeping, that protected me. Um, And I didn't think that possible. So and I, I started to think, well, how is that possible? My dog passed 20 years ago. How can I see you in physical form, laying over me, protecting me? And that was the start. And that situation stopped because of my lovely dog in spirit that mm-hmm. laid over me. And I never had an attack after that. But it was confirmed when I went to a spiritualist church to an open circle. Uh, one gentleman come and, you know, told me about what had actually been happening to me. And I thought, well, how could he possibly know? Mm-hmm. How could he know what I've experienced? You know, I didn't want to go to sleep. I was so scared of sleeping. And he said, that's and since that day, he said, don't worry, you know, the spirits taking care of that. Right. And I wanted to know questions why. So obviously, I chose to go down the rescue side. I wanted to know why this happened. Mm-hmm. Why spirit come into people's houses? Why they call havoc? We call them guys now. Yeah. Why do they come in? Noisy ghosts is mm-hmm. the name for it. Why are they making such um, a noise? What do they want? Rather than coming in and saying to Gareth, well, I'm going to clear that. That is the end of the story. I wanted to know the story behind why they were actually in that building. Mm -hmm. Are they looking for family? Are they lost? That was the reason why I got into it, because I feel if they're looking for loved ones, they need to reconnect Mm -hmm. on spirit. Some spirits don't even know that they've passed to spirit. So I just go in and connect with them to connect them with their family maybe say to them well actually you have passed a spirit because in some of their minds from spirit point of view they may think that they've gone to sleep they have woke up where are they somebody's in my house not knowing that they've passed a spirit
0: so i mean this is something i want to go on to the spirit rescue and you know uh, i don't want to yes but you know what if I was sat listening to this, Karen, and you you go into as much as you want, you know, and uh, we always turn around and say, you know, um, people call us crackpots. You know, or people call me yes. and you. you know, and I'm doing this now and I'm trying to open up different avenues, you know, uh, rather than just a medium. Other work we do, you know, uh, yes. so talking about this now and all the other episodes what are available on the podcast and YouTube, uh, you know, just different aspects. But if I was sat listening to this now, Karen, I'd think, hang on a minute. I want to know a little bit more about how you was attacked. Not the full details, okay? Yes. But when I say that, Karen, can I ask you, and again, this is something what maybe one of the listeners or one of the viewers is, is asking themselves, well, was you not dreaming? Do you know what I mean? Was you not kind of like in a in a, in a dream state and you thought it was real? No. You know? No. What differentiates yes. the that was real to I know it was a dream? Yes. Let me just kind of like. Because about yes. you on a bit of marks and things. So, did you not scratch yourself in the sleep? Did you not? No, you not, no. You understand what I'm saying, Karen? I'm asking these questions, yeah. not, from, not from me, from people yes. who turn oh, she called yes, me in the middle of it now. Yes. Just explain a little bit about that. I, I think it's um, so interesting.
1: Yes. Um, when I was attacked, I used to just see a shadow that used to lay over me and I used to get paralyzed, you know, we, we know this is quite common, mm. um, where I couldn't move any part of my body. The only, I'd say, that I got to move my, was my eyes. Now, when you see a dark shadow overshadow you when you're sleeping and you can't move, you worry. Mm. Especially seeing a figure there. Now, um, the odd time I was asleep, but most of the time I was awake. Mm -hmm. Now, this would go on about, say, 2 o'clock in the morning because I was always aware of time. And it it differed times from day to day, but roughly about that time. Um, And the reason I started to notice that something was a little bit stronger or out of sorts, as we say, is I started noticing scratches. I started uh, noticing bruising. Now, what interests me, I actually had a handprint on one of my arms. Now, there's no way if I am paralysed, no way I can touch my arm. There was nobody with me in that room. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no children, nobody. Um, so, obviously, you know, when you see a shadow coming towards you, and actually I saw the face, which was quite dark. Right. Um, and one thing I remember about, without giving too much detail, they just had a really large tongue. And I thought, well, what are they doing with that? And I felt this choking sensation uh-huh. here around my neck as well as other sensations. And I thought, well, I'm awake. How is this possible? How does this happen? Now, some people can say, oh, it's your imagination. It is. But it was solid form because I do see spirit in solid form. Um, so it wasn't a figment of imagination. It was not in, which at first I did question. And um, to see where the hand was on my arm and then to wake up and see the actual imprint on my arm with the bruising, I thought, well, it can't be. It, yeah. There's too much evidence. It's too much evidential yeah. for that. Um, bruising on my thighs, bruising down my legs, um, and that would explain sort of the, the paralysis as well, or being held down. Mm. Um, and I did get that, but to the human eye, you, you just can't see it. So obviously, um, it, I was conscious, I was aware, I was trying to stop things, but obviously, because I had no knowledge, I was asking questions, but why me? Mm. Why pick on me? Why am I going through this? Is it normal? You mm. know. I wanted answers. I really wanted answers. And at that time, I had nobody to give me answers on um, why this was happening. Why, you know, why was I there? But I've noticed with these situations, it's also when you're going through a lot of stress. Yeah. Stress-related, yeah. uh, because you are, um, your mindset is on a situation that causes stress. So you're unaware of this happening around you for that reason, because your mind is focused on something else, yeah. which it was at the time. Right. So you do question things and you, you question, is it me? Is it my mind? Is it that? But to see it in solid form, I want to say, no, I have seen it. Um, and it taught me because in my rescue work, it's become quite common. A lot of people have described this exactly how I have seen it. And, and they you, said to me. Oh,
0: so you're seeing the you same know, other people. Yeah, valid- yeah. So it's your experience.
1: It's valid. I can validate that and say, well, I know because I've had the same experience. So that's what helps me because I know what they're feeling. I know the emotional side. I know the fear. I know the worry. You know, they're worrying about their, their health. Is it health related? We look at everything like that when we do the rescue work. You know, that is priority. Um But when we've gone through and distinguished that, then we can say, right, it's spiritual. There is a problem. There is an issue Mm -hmm. around that side of things. So you have to eliminate the the logic things first, then go down
0: that route. You see, I totally agree with you as well. Uh, I don't know if you do. And and please correct me. I'll give your view as well. But you kind of touched on something there. And I thought, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of feel the same. I've been as a medium for 20, 20 odd years, 26 years, 25 years, or whatever it's been. And we see so many different things. You know, we get asked to do so many different things, yes. especially when it comes to people and the hazes are haunted and things like that. I don't do much paranormal work. I, you know, I'll be totally honest. And it's not because, um, you know, I don't want to, I'm not interested. Mainly it's because they do it at night. I'd rather sleep. Uh, that, that's, yes. probably, <laughs> that's probably my answer. Uh, but the odd occasions I've been out, um, there's been nothing there. But as a medium and as a psychic, you then kind of think, well, and I believe this, that you, you're you haunting yourself. So when you've got situations going on in your life and when you've got upsets going on and you've got worry, then I think sometimes the mind overcompensates and, uh, and makes stories up. And then before you know it, uh you're in that state where you're hearing things and you're sensing things what are not there and you're creating your own story mm. and the mind yeah. is just over and then before you know it you're hearing not necessarily hearing bangings but you're you're thinking oh that's and that's bad and what it is you've created that own energy yourself you've created that own haunting yourself uh yes. you know so not all places are haunted and not you So I don't know what you, you think about that, but I kind of think sometimes we haunt ourselves with what's like you said, what's well, going on in our lives.
1: Yes. When I do the, the paranormal side, um, I'm an evidential medium. Mm-hmm. I like evidence and I will, uh, for example, if I go to a location or we're doing a, um, a paranormal night, I will not Google that information because I don't feel that's the correct thing to do. I want to go in that energy, or when I've done a TV show, they've only gave me the postcode. They will not give me the address. They will give me no idea of where you know where it is. I'm just given that and I'm told to arrive to it. I choose to work that way because there's no way I can Google it. I can find out the information that's there. Plus the fact being is, I, when I actually go into these locations, I go with the energy that's building up there in the paranormal side. I want to connect with spirit. I like having the names. Um, like, for example, the reason why I go into the rescue work, because there's a story behind it, the paranormal, when you go in, it's getting evidential uh, knockings and rapping and tapping and things like that. But I like to... Google it to get the relevant information because what is coming through, I like to documentate everything so I can go back and after the event, maybe two days later, check, cross-reference the information. And again, 99.9%, it's actually been correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I do that for a reason. the like IQ said, you know, it's not my imagination. I'm not making it up. People will specify that uh, for you know for whatever reason which I understand that and I'm I do like people coming in skeptical because that gives another angle on things and you know when you give them the evidence it gives them something to think about so yes I do understand what you're saying and it can happen but there's a lot of energy that builds up when you're working with spirit that we use because we link into that because it's a higher frequency um, that we we go into so Yes, I understand. And yes, I do like to see evidence. I'm not going to say to somebody, oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? I like everyone to experience what I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. And I will make sure that when I work with spirit, that whoever's with me will have the same experience, whether they're a medium or not, Mm -hmm. because that proves to them, well, there's something else here. But Mm -hmm. I do believe that some people... You know, we've got house noises. We've got movement in the house. Some people can confuse that with spirit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've been called to many houses because of that. Um, mm-hmm. And when I've gone, oh, I'm haunted. And I, when I've gone in, it's not. It's where maybe the house settles down. The heating's been on. Um, it relaxes. Wood swells. We've got to look at that. You know, goes into the sockets itself. You know, there's a lot of things that we can look at. We look at the logical before we look at the paranormal side.
0: Yeah, totally. Agree. You know, so
1: it's just, yeah, 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 I totally agree.
0: A lot of things can be logically answered. And this is where the skeptics yes. are made and say, well, yeah, that or it's that, or it could be this, or it could be that. And as long as a good paranormal investigator or medium uh, rules out the logic first.
1: Yes, that's first.
0: When you can't then go beyond the logic, then it's got to be something else. You know it's got to be something more to it, uh, than, yes. than just you know, uh, the, the pipes are knocking or whatever. You keep talking, you keep bringing it, and I keep getting this sensation. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm taking you off. You've got such a passion, Karen, of um, yes. of your work, not only in the paranormal, but also you keep coming back to this spirit rescue, you know. So, that's, yes, you know, what I want to talk now. As we go into the spirit rescue, one well, you know, what took you into that side, I think you've. You, You've touched on that uh, as well. But um, when we go into the paranormal and we go into these investigations, uh, we talk about residual energy. You know, that's yes. not really a spirit person, then. It's just the energy that's been left behind that the medium of the psychic is is touching upon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, so then we go into the spirit rescue. Now, you're saying and you believe uh, that um, the spirit is still here and they need to be helped crossing over that's the way i'm understanding it so can you just explain what spirit rescue yes
1: is? yes i will do rescue work is i get called out gareth uh to people that has a lot of what they call um poltergeist activity or they think that is Now, the reason for that is maybe the electrics are gone in the house, maybe light bulbs are flashing, uh, maybe they're worried about uh, objects being moved, they're wondering what's going on, and especially of an evening where there might be loud bangs or door banging or cupboards opening. Um, So they contact me because uh, of the unrest that's kept there. Now, like I said, uh, there's a... And a case that I went to that was a young girl who was a single parent who lived in a flat and she had the same occurrence. Now she had to stay in her neighbor's flat because her flat, she couldn't warm it at all. The heat wouldn't come on. Um, and she had the knocking and the banging and it absolutely petrified her. So she went to stay with the neighbor. So we were called in, you know, a friend of mine, Brian came with me. And what actually happened when we went in um, I said to her I can smell gas there's something wrong with your gas and then I picked up her family in spirit her grandmother was saying to me tell her to get out tell her to get out and tell her not to come in it's not safe and um, I said to her get the gas board in You know, there's something wrong with your gas so um, she actually called the gas board in after we'd done that and I said you can go in but now's not the right time get the gas board out to come in, check things over, make sure everything's okay. And the gas board come in and they checked a fire in the flat, the gas. And they said to her at the time, um, it's a good job you stayed out of your flat because it was carbon monoxide throughout right. the flat. You wouldn't have lasted an evening
0: Right, I'm a-
1: with you and your child. so. Again, it was her family warning her that, you know, it's not safe. You know, which was, you know, in hindsight, that was a lovely thing for her to experience. But the problem was all the activity that was caused before that time that scared her to make her take action. Yeah. So it's not always a negative situation. You know, it can be family coming in. Or, as I said, it could be... uh, a spirit maybe that's lived in that the location for many years that still think they live there. Like I said before, um, they still class it as their home. And who is this stranger in my home? Because they see it as it was in their time when they lived in that property, not as it looks today. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit confusing confusion there. So they may think I need this person to leave because this is my home. Yeah. And in matter of fact, they don't know that they've passed a spirit. So according to them, they've gone to sleep, they've woken up, and what's all this about? Not knowing. So
0: what's, um, so what so what makes the spirit world, um, and also uh, when we pass the spirit world, sorry, uh, what makes that person um, not want to go to the other side and want to stay here? Now I know talking to a friend, and uh he's got a really big old house, and you know, a lot of activity goes on. And he's just turned around and jokingly said, I'm gonna join the rest of them here and come and, and stay here. And all of them, he said, I'm at Winter Spirit World, I'm gonna stay here. Mm-hmm. Is it a choice? Do we have a choice of uh crossing over to what we say the spirit world, um to staying here? Or are we trapped here? What why 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 is spirit still here? You know, to be able to be rescued, <laughs> I mean so, so they have to be rescued. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um, some, as I said, it it depends on the circumstances surrounding that person's details. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, if there's been trauma, um, there's unrest, sorry, maybe the the spirit can't move onwards. Maybe they want closure with their family before they can move forward into spirit world. Mm -hmm. Um, As I said, maybe there's answers needed. That's why it can cause a bit of unrest. Maybe there's questions to be answered, so they're not prepared to go to the higher side of life till that is, you know, sorted out. There's a lot of reasons why, or maybe, you know, in some cases, maybe they're scared of retribution that, you know, for whatever they've done on the earth plane, you know, they're worried about that.
0: Yeah, that, that sorry, kind to jump in there. That kind of brings me on to what I was going to say as well, because, if I'm right in saying there's a lot of religions around the world who believe in purgatory you know and they're not allowed into the next world whatever that religion sees their next world to be uh, and uh, they're not allowed in there so is that kind is there an element of that as well where you know um, you go and see someone from a different culture or a different religion and their spirit is trapped here because of now, yeah. whether I believe in this or not, you know, this is this is down to teach everybody's understanding. The one thing I want to say to Karen before you answer that is, uh, one of my thoughts is, if we believe in God and we believe in the spirit world and we believe our spirit friends are there and they love us, why would they leave us when we need them the most? So when we need them the most is when we're crossing over to a new world, however we pass, whether it's in shock, whether it's quick, whether it's expected or not. Um, why, is, why why do we need you okay why can't our friends in the spirit world do that you know why why do i need karen to come and help my yes. mom cross over do you understand what i mean why is yes. me and your and my uncle bob not helping my mom cross over yeah does that make sense to you?
1: To- yeah 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 totally um we are um spirit with having a human experience i like to say right that's the best way i could explain that Um, sometimes when I'm called out, yes, you're correct. Family members do come over when we pass the spirit to collect our loved ones and take them hand in hand. And I've always been led to believe that through Spirit World. Um, We're always guided in that situation. But sometimes if there is a family tie or maybe young children or maybe um, a close bond that maybe sometimes... People don't want to let go because mm-hmm. they're so connected with the person on the earthly plane that, you know, they want to type. Or maybe there's an argument, you yeah. know, it could be anything that maybe they're not going for because arguments need to be resolved. I mean, I've had that plenty, plenty of times when a family member's not speaking to the other family member, but they're not willing to go forward until they've resolved that, mm-hmm. whether it's in the physical or whether it's in the
0: spiritual. Yeah. So, you know and
1: sometimes they will wait till the spiritual side
0: yeah so do then do, do then do you believe then that even because in this world we say we've got free will you know yeah. and uh we've got we're 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 in charge of our own destiny we're in charge of our own lives you know what i mean we are in charge of so when we pass over do you believe then we've still got that free will so if we yeah. want to pass over we will pass over if we want to stay here we will stay here do you know if we Do we have free will, do you believe, when we pass over as well, of what we do?
1: Yeah. I feel, Gareth, I feel that our time is mapped out in this lifestyle. I do feel that we already, um, if you want to call it that, sign a contract of what life we lead here on the earth. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not actually told our time of passing. We may get an indication of it. Uh, many people you know celebrities quite a few celebrities said well i know my, my lifestyle i'm not going to live forever i'm going to have a certain amount of time because you know that's the way they chose mm. you know that's the way they are they've got a sense of knowing yeah. um so yeah I, I do i do feel that our lives and you know as we're talking about that you know some people even god they've got different religions i feel there is a higher energy source that's connected to every religion but we all choose to call it different names right. um that's the way we are it's still an energy form you know um you know we question it sometimes you know we talk about jesus we talk about the god we talk about um sending prayers the power of prayer again it's the healing qualities behind that is second to none um but yeah i i, I do believe that you know we do have a choice but on some occasions we don't some people are taking Very young and i've come across this argument many many times why are they taken so early why are they taken out of this world Mm -hmm. you know i do feel that we have a contract before we come to this world but we don't know about it because if we did we would probably wouldn't want to live our lives or know whatever time of life that we've got on this you know on on this side of life
0: you know well I can't say I believe that. It's one of the conversations myself and my partner we have you nearly know, all the time. You know, she believes we have a contract of such. Uh, yep. You know, uh, and it's all mapped out before you before we come here. Yes. Uh, I actually believe as well. And you know, this this conversation is coming up and people who are watching this and listen to this, or have heard it as well over the last podcast. uh You know, and other ones they've watched and seen. This same conversation is coming up time and time again. You know, where a lot of my guests are saying about you know uh, mapping out our lives. I do actually believe that you know we uh, we were born on one day and we die on another day. When when that yeah. is, we don't know before we come here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or if we do, it's why from it us. And then I believe we've got certain points what we've got to hit. Uh, you know, yes. in our lives, How we get there, whether we go around in a circle and come back, we've got to get in it at them points. Uh, you know, so I, it's kind of like it's in, it's interesting to hear someone else as well someone who, who delves more into the paranormal and more into the spirit rescue uh, which i'm so uh, interested in as well you know i think you've answered a lot of my questions hopefully the people listening and watching as well um because there's so much more into it than uh, it's just yeah. a good war story you know it could just be our loved ones coming back so just before uh, we, we finish off uh, karen can you just give me you know just a quick couple of things here i'm asking everybody um, what's one of your best or one of your good experiences in either of our of your work, you know, either paranormal or the uh, uh, um spirit rescue, and then yeah, what's your worst experience? You know, if you can just just give us a quick rundown yeah. of a good and yeah. bad.
1: okay. Um my good evidence, shall we say, we'll start with the good, um, was when I went to a castle in Wales and done a paranormal um evening there. And um, when we went upstairs and they were filming uh, a lot of medieval, um, a medieval series that was on TV. So we were aware of wires and lights. And when we went around um, a a font that was in the room because it was once an Abbey, um, a beautiful paintings, beautiful place uh, in the middle of nowhere, beautiful. Um, And I did actually say, you know, ask for spirit to come through and give me evidence and obviously we left our bags downstairs and what actually happened was we didn't have anything on us. All we had was a torch. And um, it was for Macmillan, you know, uh, they were trying to raise funds for Macmillan. And I said, throw something. And then I started to get coins materialize out of thin air, just mm-hmm. being thrown. Um, and we did look, and I've heard about this many times before but never witnessed it. Mm-hmm. And I actually got pennies Started to come through, and I did jokingly say to Spirit, Well, we are doing it for Macmillan, so we could up the stakes a little bit. We need every penny coming through. So it started going from a penny to, oh, excuse me, started going from a penny, there, started going from a penny to 5p, right. then it went to 10p and 20p. Now that continued until the next morning. So it may not have been a vast amount but it was there anyway. Um, So it was lovely to have that. Even on the motorway home, there was just pennies falling out the air randomly, but they were quite hot. So that's a wonderful experience that I received. Um, So that was my good experience. Um, The worst one I had where um, I was at home for 18 months and we had lots of paranormal activity. We had beds being moved from one side of the room to the other. Um, a lot of banging, um, a lot of things reappearing, lots of circles appearing as well. Quite frightening to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of noises and growling and a lot of horses. And to be fair, there was about 12 people there and it frightened every single person there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite an experience, but it's something that we, we bring home with us now. Uh, we still talk about to this day. Uh, eight years in you know ahead now that we still talk about it has been covered by tv programs um and we've talked about it but what an experience
0: yeah I mean I I mean I could have asked that question really my answer would have been well I've already answered it when I got attacked when I was younger yes uh, but to experience things like that and you know and then take it on with you and and you just know it's right you know you just know that you saw like all that and you know uh Karen it, it's so interesting we could go on all day you know and hopefully uh, at some point I can have you back and we can delve a little bit more into uh, the paranormal uh but in the meantime if yeah. people uh want to find out a bit more about your work or uh, I don't know if you do private readings or not or you yeah. know uh, if yes. you have investigations where you invite the public around uh where can they find you and also I know you've got a couple of bits on YouTube as well uh, so yeah. what, what, what can we find on YouTube and where can we get in touch with you?
1: Right, you can you can actually find a programme that was in, I've been two series of Paranormal Minds right. um, I'm more in the second um, I'm in one episode in the first one I'm in the full series and in the second one, that's actually been on Sky and is now on YouTube um, I've been on this morning as a guest um, over rescue work uh, that was about eight years ago and I've been on a couple of times since Um, They can find me on Facebook, Karen Marshall or, you know, Karen Karen Sherlock 2005 at yahoo.co.uk email. They can find me there. Um, But as I said, anyone can contact me. Um, I've got our own company called Magic Moments. So, again, we put that on Facebook for people to join about the training and the understanding uh, that we've, we've got up and coming events on there, too. So yes, that's oh,
0: where at, you can find um, me. Magic moments on Facebook. Yes, it is. It, and then you can find out about any future events, and you can also get in touch with us yes. as well. Yes. And uh, you know that's yes. fantastic. And uh, you know, Karen, it's been absolutely, and you've answered a few of my questions as well. So I hope you've answered uh, some of uh, our our listeners and viewers' uh, questions, which I'm sure you are. Uh, I'd love to have you back in the future if you uh, if you if you would like to join us again. You know. Oh
1: yes, been They're my not.
0: pleasure. Just there, yeah, just. Just, you know, we can go away afterwards, I think. Yes. Um, but, you know, Karen, for now, as I said, thank you very much. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Oh, my pleasure too, Gareth. My
1: thank pleasure. You. And thank
0: you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And thank you again to our guests this week and for you for listening in. Don't forget, next week we'll have another guest talking all things psychic, but for now, you can click the follow button below, like our Facebook page, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Psychic Chat Show, to keep up to date on our podcast. Till next week, keep safe and look after each other. The views and opinions expressed in this episode of The Psychic Chat Show are those of the guests, and do not necessarily reflect the official policy opposition of gareth lewis and the second chat show podcast any content provided by our guests are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion ethnic group club organization company individual or anyone or anything